fall silent in the presence of the bear. But a word of caution, traveler. Monsters lurk in the dark woods. Best to stay within the light. Ah. Uh, welcome back to the dark woods, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you stopping by the campfire. And let's see what kind of warm knowledge we can find in our beacon of truth. You know, I was doing a, a lot of research yesterday, and most of my notes, sadly, uh, are not positive, positive notes. I, I wish they were, but a lot of them are not. You know, here lately in the dark woods, We've been talking a lot about the mass media manipulating people from all over the world, not just in America. And if we don't wake up to this problem, it's, it's, this monster is already starting to growl at us. How long until it shows its teeth? When do we decide that CNN has said enough? When do we decide that news stations pushing propaganda have said enough? Social media pushing propaganda has said enough. When do we make that decision? Because right now, social media, big tech, big mass media, they do as they please. They act as they want to act. And when they do it, they basically tell the public, if you don't like it, too bad. Better get you two scoops of it and get a good taste because it's not coming to a stop unless somebody pushes the brakes. You know, used to we held people accountable for the things that they exposed us to. We would tell the mass media and our representatives that if they couldn't handle the job and do it right, that we would find someone who could. Now we no longer do this. 
Maxine Waters, as we talked about yesterday, went up and it tried to incite a riot. But she hasn't been arrested. She hasn't been removed from Congress. She Nothing's happened. A couple people made a little bit of a stink about it. And then the news moved on. Kumo killed a whole bunch of people's grandmas and papas. whole bunch of people dead. Directly Kumo's fault. And we talked about it there for a little while. And he even admitted, oh, well, you know, we messed with the numbers because we were afraid that the evidence would be used against us. And then we went to sexual harassments and then we went to legalizing marijuana. And now the important topic has taken the wayside. Let's dive into what news I have found since yesterday. Uh, you know, Japan and the United States have gotten along pretty well ever since World War II. And Biden, from my understanding, met with his very first in-person overseas leader, and when he met with him, he mispronounced his name right out of the hat, called him, called him Yoshi, like from Mario. Now, I'm not going to act like I can pronounce his name because I probably can't, but it's also not my job to know how to pronounce his name. It is Biden's. You know, we're now seeing... China's far-reaching influence. And here's the issue. Is China isn't even in our back backyard. And they have made themselves quite influential within our systems. Deliberately. Now, places like Japan, China is right in their backyard. And Japan deeply relies on America to keep China at bay, to make sure that Japan doesn't become China. Now, some people, they don't understand why that's important. Well, it's super important. Japan's allyship with America gives us a foothold to, to keep watch on some of our greatest military competitors like Russia, North Korea, and China. And if anything were to ever happen, Japan gives us somewhere that we can start staging an effort to fight back, to stop whatever atrocious thing we may need to stop. But now, because we've allowed China to do so, China has financial influence here in America. They have cultural influence here in America. And now they even have political influence here in America. Everybody was screaming that Donald Trump was colluding with Russians. And here Biden is actually doing it with the Chinese. And nobody's breathing a whisper. 
That's because we're far too busy trying to generate a civil war in our country. Because that's what the mass media wants. They want a civil war. So at what point do we say, okay, well, we don't want to fight one another because none of us actually have any power to change anything. The people who we're mad at are the elites. When do we accept that that's the case, that the elites run the show? When do we ask ourselves, where's the line? Where do we say enough is enough? When do we say enough is enough? Japan has been super forgiving toward America. You know, uh, once we dropped two atomic bombs on their face, uh, J Japan was like, friends? And we were like, yeah. Yeah, we want to be friends. Yeah, for sure. We're going to do that. Okay. Uh, are you sure? Okay. Friends. All right. And we've been pretty friendly with Japan ever since. You know? And uh, here, here's the thing. Is during... A certain part of America's history, I'm pretty sure it was during World War II, they also made Japanese internment camps here in America because they were afraid of Japanese sympathizers causing problems here in America during the war. But Japan let all that go, and, and they started doing business with us. We became allies. I, I would even go so far as to say that Japan has become a friend. You know, here's the thing that people don't realize about China and Japan's relationship. Is America, we can, we can act a fool to China. Because, you know, we have the military to do so. And there's a big giant ocean between us. So we, you know, we can kind of do an act, you know, I mean, within reason, pretty much however we want to with China. We can tell China, hey, sit down and shut the fuck up. We don't want to hear it. Sit down, shut up. You, you, you're you, done talking. No, we're done. We're done. Okay, but Japan is totally different. Totally different for Japan. Because Japan is only a couple hundred miles away from China. And China's got a shit ton of missiles and troops just hungrily looking at Japan. They try to trap Japan into giving them a reason to declare war on them and take them, take them as China. That we see, we see them do it all the time. Okay, so China will apply pressure economically, militarily, uh, through fishing vessels, however they want to apply the pressure that day or week, and then. Japan will go, hey, uh, you're breaking the rules. And then China will go, no, no, we're not breaking the rules. No, no. But they are. But they'll just deny it to your face. I wonder where that sounds familiar of. You know, that reminds me an awful lot of a democratic technique, doesn't it? They like to, they like to just blatantly lie to your face. And you know why? 
They've been taught to blatantly lie to your face because there is no middle ground when one person's reality is false. You can't negotiate with somebody who their middle ground is based in a false reality. Because if your side of the argument is based in reality, that's going to hinder being able to make a compromise because their reality doesn't exist. And now we see that happening all the time, more and more. You know, people said, oh, well, you know, blah, blah, blah. We're going to preach this acceptance of everything. And now we're watching as our society slowly falls apart at the seams. We see people bickering back and forth over how many genders there are. We have people bickering back and forth about race problems. And it's almost like we're going through a news cycle at this point. We'll go race problems. And then we'll go into gun control problems. And then we'll touch on COVID. And then we'll go, we'll go right back. And we'll just keep running the cycle over and over and over and over and over again. That's what we're doing. We're in a perpetual cycle. And it's because they want you to be afraid. They caught CNN, for any new listeners, they caught CNN point blank saying that they ran propaganda for covid they ran propaganda for Joe Biden. They ran propaganda for BLM. Now James O'Keefe is being silent slowly but surely. And it's because the message he has shows how much of a lie you've lived in for the last year. And you know what? They don't want you to know how much of a lie you've lived in for the last year. Because if you question that, you might question the year before it. And if you dig a little deep, kind of like they like to do, you might find out that some of your politicians are corrupt. You might hold them accountable. We saw Maxine Waters try to inside a riot. Has she been held accountable yet? Have we seen accountability for politicians outside of the Republican politicians? And might I add, nowadays, you'll be lucky if you see any recourse from a Republican politician. These, don't get me wrong, there are some ele elected representatives that actually do represent the people, but they're few and far between and they're becoming less and less. Only 19 representatives went down to the border to show the American people, to show the world what was going on. 19. How many people are in Congress? Because I know it's a hell of a lot more than 19. For sure. No doubt in my mind. Hmm. You know, here's the thing. China and China has a great influence with money because of their population. Big population want money. 
And they have a lot of jobs over there that deeply impact areas around the world. What I mean by that is like we found out when COVID started happening, China, China handles most of the pharmaceuticals. So at any point, if China just decides, you know what, we don't want to give you pharmaceuticals anymore, America's in deep shit. Because you can't just shit out a factory overnight. You can't just treat all those fucking, teach all those workers how to how to do these things overnight. It's going to take time. There's going to be people that suffer during that time period. Now we see China's influence even more so in America through things like corporations, because corporations nowadays, as we blatantly see, they don't they don't care how the American people feel. They don't care about about if they're going to lose money here in America because they're getting involved in politics. What they're concerned with is, well, look at how much China, look at how much Disney's trying to appease China. And Disney's not the only one. I won't get up here and just start rattling off companies that allow China to influence how they operate. And the only reason these companies allow China to influence the way they operate is because China says, well, you'll do what we want, or we just won't let you in China. We just won't allow your products in China. And China's a vast market, a lot of people there. And so China is literally weaponizing anything and everything that they can. They've weaponized fishing vessels, for God's sake. They send them out to deliberately harm another nation's food source from the ocean on purpose. They will point blank say they're not doing something while they're doing it. <laughs> that is the exact same tactic that we see the liberals loving to use. You know, China at times will encourage riots in China if that riot is going to further their agenda. Perfect example. A while back ago, China got all pissed off with Japan, which is not unnormal. China gets all pissed off about everything. Japan bought some islands. China's pissed. All right. <laughs> Japan says, hey, we're going to do business with, with America. China's pissed. All right. And here's, here's the thing, is China wants Japan to give them a reason, quote unquote, to take Japan into China, to where they can look at the world and say, oh, no, 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 this is justified. And that's all China's waiting for. You know, Japan, 
there right here is one of my notes really made made me laugh when I was doing the research. Japan visits a shrine. China's pissed. Japan signs fishing agreement. China is pissed. <laughs> okay. China alone makes up 20% of Japan's trade. And at any minute, when China gets mad, let's go back to this riot thing. When China gets mad, they will encourage riots within their own places. Like they, they told, they, Japan pissed them off. And China was like, oh, Japan products are garbage. We should, we should not buy Japan products anymore. And they encouraged it so far as to where it evolved into people destroying anything made from Japan in China streets. We are now allowing the mob to run rule in America. The mob now decides who is guilty and who is innocent? When did we decide this as a nation? Because I don't remember, I don't remember that talk. I don't, I don't remember that talk one bit. It used to be innocent till proven guilty, and now, as we all see blatantly, it's very clearly guilty until proven innocent. And it's much harder to prove you're innocent. So. Let's let's talk. As I'm sure everyone's noticed, today is solo dark bear. Our good friend Sinner is MIA. But that's alright, because as they say, the show must go on. <laughs> and today, ladies and gentlemen, you're just gonna have to suffer through with a dark bear all by himself. You know, we've seen people like AOC, Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi. We've seen them with our own eyes deliberately go against the rules that they place for the rest of us. Deliberately go out and do the exact opposite of what they preach. But yet we still allow them to maintain power. We still allow them to run our daily lives. We've caught CNN numerous times fucking us, lying to us, pushing propaganda right in our face. Yet, guess what? CNN's still the most trusted news network. Not as far as I'm concerned. And until we start teaching everyone else that they are being deceived, CNN grows stronger by the day. Ladies and gentlemen, at one time, these dark woods had sunlight in them. The trees were beautiful. They didn't hiss static at you as you walked by. The air was crisp and clean in these woods. It didn't try to deceive you twist your reality into illusions. 
used to, the breeze through the trees was quite pleasant in these woods. You could hear pleasant melodies pass by, but long gone are those days in the dark woods. Now the trees bear no foliage, barren, but not dead. Now when you walk in the dark woods, the trees click to life. Static fills the air, confuses the mind, dulls the senses. Wicked whispers come through the winds. They tempt a traveler from their path, dragging them deeper into the woods. Darker and darker it grows as the monsters close in. We see the monsters. We know who the monsters are. AOC getting up there telling everybody, oh, well, climate change is, is directly related to racism. What? Monster. Maxine Waters goes and tries to incite a riot. Somebody calls her on it. And does Nancy Pelosi say what she should say? Nope. Nancy Pelosi defends Maxine Waters. And then tells, tells the old gal that called her out that she should have to apologize for saying such, such things to and about Maxine Waters. That is the exact opposite. Of what I want to hear. Lisa McLean shouldn't have to apologize at all. As a matter of fact, Lisa McLean should be applauded. Because she's hunting monsters. If we want those people to go out and hunt those monsters, ladies and gentlemen. We have to thank them. We have to tell them that we appreciate the fight. Because we know it's not an easy one. If we can't get along, we will never make it out of the dark woods because the monsters will gobble us up one by one. I have a pretty interesting story here that we'll touch on just a little bit, just a little bit, give you a little taste so that you know. That today's news is going to get juicy. So, here are my notes. Let me flip over here. There it is. I guess that the post office has been caught quietly running a program for the government. And it's not just running the mail. This is going to be a good story right here. Haven't heard much about it on very many news sources. So I imagine a lot of you out there probably haven't heard much about it either. Well, I know that 
are long-time listeners. They know the theory of when the forefathers broke away from the crown that they had to meet in secret in a tavern in order to decide how and when and what. Because if the, if the crown had found out, well, they would have been traitors to the crown. And that was penalty of death. And so they hid in taverns. They met in secret, whispered to one another until they knew what they were doing. And then they said, all right, we got a plan. We're going to make this United States of America. But now we see people throwing under attack the modern day tavern. Because now I like to think the majority of America has realized that something's not quite right. And they're trying to get together to figure out what it might be that's just not quite right. And then they get ripped down. And what I mean by that is look at social media platforms like Parler. When conservatives or right-wingers or basically anyone who goes against the narrative starts to gain any kind of a foothold getting their message out there in the world telling people hey wake up things don't seem the way that things are not the way they seem well they'll just get deplatformed and if the platform won't take them down then they'll take down that platform We've seen them do it with Parler. We've seen them do it with tons of things. We've seen them do it time and time and time again. The government controls more than what it should now, and it's because we've allowed it to. And the more we allow it, the hungrier that monster is going to get. Its appetite will never cease. The more power you give this monster the more it hungers for it. Control. Obey. They tell you what to even think now, how to feel. And if you don't think or feel the way they do, look at how they treat you. They're not even willing to look at what you have to say, even if you are willing to set through their dribble. All you've done is waste your time because they will not set through and look at your evidence or your train of thought. Why is it always a bad thing when a right winger or a conservative or Republican, whatever you want to call them, why is it always a bad thing when they say, you know, I I'm not too sure about this. I don't know if we should act quickly on this. Why is that a bad thing? Used to, we knew that we needed to proceed with certain things with an air of caution. And it's almost like with things that we need caution with, we no longer exercise it. The things that we don't need caution with, we are too cautious with. People are so worried about offending somebody's feelings 
that they're worried to talk to people. They won't talk politics with folks. People are so worried about ending up on the wrong end of the stick when it comes to political correctness that now it is affecting society in a negative way. Fear is a good servant, but a poor master. And that's a very important lesson that humanity needs to learn. Fear will keep you alive. But if you allow too much fear into your life, it won't allow you to live. There has to be a line. There has to be a stopping point. All of our all of our ancestors that came before us, they knew that, that there had to be a stopping point, that somewhere the line had to be drawn and said, this is it. If you cross this line, we're going to have a massive fucking issue. Let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. The radical left is running around, and they are pushing you into a corner, drawing their lines closer and closer to you. It's because they want the most space in the dark woods. They want that real estate. They want that prime real estate. And you're going to have a little bitty corner of the dark woods. Why do you think I set up my campfire right here, right in the center? Because... These dark woods belong to us. And I won't let anybody's line push me into a corner. If I hurt somebody's feelings, well, tough shit. I don't know what to tell you. Flip the channel. Go somewhere else. Or get thicker skin and join the campfire. At some points in life, you have to draw a line. You have to say, enough is enough. We have to tell these companies that allow China to influence them deeply, enough is enough. Ah, oh, sinner, I see you've, you've joined. Uh... I've got call-in turned on if you'd like to jump up. You know, no one has that line, it seems, anymore, of enough is enough. That line kept people from fighting. That, that line told people, if you disrespect me in this way, we're going to have an issue. And that's why we have so many issues now is because no one is respecting the lines of rational people. A very small part of the population has decided that it wants to act like an asshole. And nobody has jumped up to the plate to slap that asshole. So at what point are we going to say... Enough is enough. At what point? How big are we? How nasty are we going to let this monster get? Before we say enough is enough. We catch the NSA spying on all of us. Still going on. No one answers for it. 
we we catch politicians doing dirty, corrupt things. No one answers for it. We catch the news line pushing propaganda. No one answers for it. So at what point do we say, oh, well, I guess just letting people get away with shit doesn't work. I guess them smiling at me saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I guess that doesn't work. When are we going to accept that we're going to have to put people in fucking prison for things to change? Specifically, the people in charge. We need to stop letting them have people that take the fall for them. And we need to get the people like Maxine Waters, who goes out and tries to incite riots, in handcuffs, drag their ass into fucking the police station, put them in jail, no bond, because clearly they're going to have the money to come to get out. Because they're going to use your money, your taxpaying money, to pay their bail. So no bail, no bail. They have to stay in there till court. And then we drag their ass to court and we make sure that all the pro- that all the evidence is presented and then we make sure now this is the most important late this ladies and gentlemen it's the most important part this part right here we put their ass in prison because Once you put one of them in prison, that's going to send a shockwave through the fucking rest of them. We don't need to fight amongst ourselves. We need to make these goddamn politicians fight amongst themselves. They're the ones causing all the fucking problems. They're the ones stirring up the masses, dumbing down our children, trapping you at home. To anyone out there who's enjoying our show and you're trapped at home because your government has decided that they know how you should live your life better than you do, we are sorry. We hope that we bring you entertainment here in the dark woods because no one likes cabin fever. Good morning, sinner. Morning. I missed my alarm entirely. Holy shit. I figured something was going on. (laughs) Yeah, I I didn't get to sleep until like four or five, like four in the morning for some reason. I just could not fucking sleep. Uh, Probably the thoughts of the impending doom that's coming upon the world. Took in too much news and you had nightmares, huh? I felt the disturbance in the forest. Maxine Waters isn't uh, arrested yet. Yeah, that's right. She's still you. You'd be correct. I know that they make cuffs for wrists that small. Surely, you know. I had I had seen the uh, the only thing I saw last night while I was trying to go to bed was the. More on that uh, that one girl stabbing. Oh yeah, boy. Oh yeah, boy. They're Democrats that, are defending that, her and justifying abolishing the police because I don't know she was going to stab a girl. Well, you know they. Well, you know they might stabbed. Stabbed. 
I have not revealed the U the the United States Postal Service story yet. The USPS. I have not given out that story yet, Senator. I thought I'd wait for you to arrive before I informed everyone around the campfire of it. So you want to talk a little bit on it, Senator? I can start us off. Oh yeah. So the, go for it. The post office has been caught quietly running a program that tracks and collects Americans' social media posts, including, but not limited to, <laughs> things that involve planning protest, uh, things that involve right-wing conservatism. Uh, and all this is, is, I haven't seen this really on any news outlets, really. I found it. Uh, just by coming across it by mistake, somebody sent it to me. And this is all according to Yahoo News. Apparently, the details of the program weren't known to the public until Yahoo News got, apparently, this document and is starting to release this information to the public. And apparently, the, the program's called ICOP, or Internet Covert Operations Program. Yeah, it's run by the post office service. Actually, has like a like a security team branch that works for them to protect the post office, and they're the ones running it. Yeah, it's called like ICOP. So I, I guess I guess this branch of the United States Postal Service is surveilling people's social media, finding things that don't match the political agenda of whoever's in charge of them and then uh, reporting it to government agencies accordingly. That's terrifying. When, when did the, when did the oh, United no, no. States Postal Service get money? Because weren't they just complaining not even eight months ago about how broke they were and they were not going to survive. And now they, they're running police. They're policing the internet. Now they have money to police the internet. They can't deliver the mail, right? But they can put, they can police the internet. They probably got a grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The NSA probably looked at them and like, well, everybody knows we're doing something suspicious. But nobody would suspect the post office. Here, we're going to give you all this money. Spy on them for us. You know, I, I wrote down a few of the social media platforms that, that the ICOP program covers. Uh, and it says that, that the, these people, are they go in and they are to dig through social media sites to find inflammatory posts. And they do this at places like Parler and Telegram. You know, uh, it, it is they are deliberately targeting protests that are protests for freedom, essentially. Yep. You know, you remember how everybody on the left always likes to talk about them January, the January 6th riots. Well, uh, this might interest this might interest you, Sinner. Uh, 
it seems like there's been a couple riots around the world uh, and, and all of them pertain to pretty much the same thing over and over again so it seems like this problem isn't just here And what and where? It seems like that things for the January the sixth riots, they even though there were no burn burning of buildings or anything like that, they one hundred percent condemn that oh Ted, like the FBI are hunting people down using facial recognition software that were there that day. But you don't see that kind of shit happening. For the BLM riots, do you? Yeah, I heard about that. People have been arrested. They're in jail. They're currently in jail for it and shit like that. But yet, there's no Antifa people in jail. There's none of them fucking rotting in jail right now. Nah. These fucking idiots that compare the Capitol riots to 9-11. Disgusting fucking pieces of shit. Yeah, yeah, it's it's crazy. And people actually died in those riots up there, man. But you don't see anyone answering for that. Now, now, so what, now I'm other Macau, uh, now, now, I'm Macau. Other countries are now saying the same thing. Well, other countries are having problems with things like the BLM riots and they're starting to have like uh, up in Canada, they're they're starting to have they they're trying to have protests for, uh, you know, to get basically martial law unenacted, and and they can't because they're doing the same thing up there. You know, I was reading in the in the news, you know, talking about the January sixth riots. I was reading in the news that. This week in Oklahoma, rioters stormed the Capitol to stop a bill that made it illegal to dox cops, man. Yeah, we definitely want our officers in that much danger of people knowing where their home addresses are. That's a good thing. Yeah, well, you know, down there in Oklahoma, you know, they, they must have their heads on, right? Because I'll tell you what. They're, they're, they're protecting their police. They said, we're going to make it illegal to dox cops. And another thing that they just passed, I guess, I'm looking at, is they also just passed a bill that, I guess, got a whole bunch of stink raised up about it from these liberals, that they said they're not going to allow transgenders to compete in women's sports. Good. We don't really need more Fallon Foxes. I couldn't make it in the ends, the men's MMA. So I'm just going to go into the women's MMA and then beat the skull off a woman. Absolute insanity, dude. But I'm glad to see that there's still some states out there that that are grounded in reality. That that they know that you know all this extreme left bullshit has got a bad smell to it. You know what I mean? Like. On paper, it sounds nice to be accepting toward everyone. 
But in reality, there are bad people out there. And if you're accepting toward bad people, bad things are going to happen. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't surprise me. It's one of the southern states, or at least Oklahoma's pretty close to the southern states. They're right on top of Texas. That doesn't surprise me. They'd be one of the first ones to start doing this shit. They're not going to go down without a fight. Oh, no. Oh, no, man. You know, here's here's the thing I don't understand is the radical left are the ones that are, are causing all the violence. 100%, in my opinion. Radical left is causing every every bit of the violence. Why they're screaming how much racism there is and how there's all this sexism. and it, it, They just got a lot of isms. Like, all the isms, just throw it over there on the left because they copyright. Boom. They own that shit. Every time they say sexism or racism or something like that, now it's going to have the TM logo at the end of it. <laughs> and, you know, I've noticed, I noticed something last night I kind of wanted to bring up to you. You know, we talk a lot about how they remove the, the neutral ground, the common ground that most people can live peacefully in. And I, I figured out the main way they do it. They make their argument based on a lie. That way, it's either you side with them or you are directly in confrontation of them. So either you believe their bullshit or you have no choice but to say, no, you're wrong. Forcing the conversation. That's about the only way they're going to get any kind of reaction or answer out of most people, considering most people out there probably just want to live their lives and get on with it. Yeah. Most people, they don't care what you do at home. Most people, they don't give a shit what you do in your free time. As long as you're not hurting nobody else. I can't believe that the post office is combing through people's dude. That's some like communist China shit right there. Isn't it? That's some shit that if we heard, they handle mail. How the fuck are they accessing and monitoring people's like Facebooks and Instagrams and parlors and telegrams. And and they're all conveniently mostly sites used by the left. Like you don't see the monitoring Twitter. Otherwise their servers would have exploded by now. Who who gave who who I want to know who went in and said okay everybody in the, in this part of the post office now you're basically uh, part of the secret service you're part of the shadow government now and you're going to do communistic things I want to know who gave them this job title probably Harris secretly all right we haven't been able to catch him in a lie or catch him up we need you guys to do it. No one will suspect the post office. Get to dig it. Up, dig up something on their social media from 20 years ago that looks mildly racist. We'll make it work. Oh, did that guy say he only believes in two genders? We got him. Good work, ladies and gentlemen. Accidentally comes back with a file folder full of shit Biden said over the years. <laughs> we fa- Oh, we... Oh, I thought you said, oh, I got to go back and do some more research. I thought you said Biden. 
the post office. Okay, I'm not overly impressed oh, with their jungle. I am. I'm not over the post office. I'm not overly impressed with their ability to deliver mail, which is their main function. So I can only imagine how bad they are at eye copping. <laughs> you know, before I went on my my before I went on my Disney boycott. Before I went on my Disney boycott, uh, I bought a Disney pin, and, and and the person that I bought it from shipped it in the USPS, and guess what? Didn't make it here. <laughs> Shocking, right? <laughs> but now Super. they have, now they have the the ability to report people that they want to to government agencies. As a potential quote unquote threat. I don't know, Center. Our potential threat, and I think I should rather use FedEx because you know what FedEx isn't doing? Spying on me. That's right. That's right. You know what FedEx isn't doing? Spying on me. You're 100% fucking correct. I think I'd rather use FedEx from now on. <laughs> don't, don't we already have enough government agencies to spy on Americans? Like, isn't that the whole function of the NSA at this point? Basically, yeah. Like, do we really need another government agency to spy on Americans? Apparently, yes. There's, I mean, really, there's, there's too many fucking right-wing protests out there that aren't burning enough buildings. We need to get dirt on them so we piss them off and they start burning buildings and shooting people. We need them to look just as bad as we do. I, w I would... It would be funny if that's the actual end goal. The fact that the left is already rioting and burning shit down. And it's because of the fact that the right isn't out there rioting and oh. burning shit down. You want... Here's the thing is the right doesn't need to go out there and riot and burn shit down. The right just needs to go out there. If we all just pick one of these kids that are rioting and burning things down, because that's what they are, they're kids, and we all just take our belts off, we just go around the whole town just whipping ass, giving out some disciplinary measures, like, oh, don't run from me. I'm going to bust your ass. <laughs> i seen you yeah. with that Molotov cocktail. We got to pull a full metal jacket. The, the fucking socks with the soap in them. Because I'll tell you what, man. Things are getting out of hand. And if somebody doesn't pull the brakes, we're just going to keep going. We're gaining speed. We're not slowing down with these riots. We're, we're gaining speed. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't. I just don't understand. It looks like China, man, boy, they're getting kind of froggy with us right now. You know, they're getting kind of, kind of froggy with us. And if, I'll tell you what, we're going to be in bad shape, Center, if we end up having to go to war while all this bullshit's going on in our country.
Eh, we can, I don't know. We, I think we, I think we would we would let it just because they're trying to skim the military of all people that are on the right. So we're leaving the touchy feely liberal dipshits in the military. We're trying to root out the people that actually love this country from the military, which means our military will be useless. So we'll literally go back to the exact way it was in 1776 of, oh, we don't have a military because they're full of pussies. But you know what we do have? A lot of armed citizens. Yeah. Well, you'll notice every time they start talking talking about tape, mandatory buyback, you'll notice gun sales go through the fucking roof. Yep. And I feel like we that's probably so much that's, ammo. I think that's, that's probably because if I had to imagine people hear, oh, mandatory gun buyback, well, I better go buy a gun right now to make sure that when they come try to take it away, I have something to defend my other guns with. <laughs> because, I, I, why would they think, did you see where they're like, well, I don't think cops sh- should be allowed to carry guns. Yeah, so they did over there in England too, and you know now their Engl- now their cops over there are what bitches. Well, over they in England, know. over in England, guns have never really been a part of as ingrained as their society is as in ours. Okay, like basically, we American citizens have always had guns, like since the very beginning, like even when we were just colonies. But maybe that's why we shot the British so easily. <laughs> But now they they want to tell you that a cop, somebody who goes and deals with criminals, potentially violent situations, that they shouldn't have a gun. What if that guy hadn't had that gun the other day that shot that 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 girl to save that other girl from being stabbed? That other girl wasn't stabbing nobody. She didn't deserve to get stabbed. So if that cop hadn't had that gun, how effective would he have been in stopping that girl from from attacking that other one with a knife? He he would have been racist for not stopping that other girl from being stabbed by the one girl. I seen, I I shit you not, I seen where one of these stupid, silly-ass left politicians said that the cop should have fired the gun in the air. What in the fuck is firing the gun in the air going to do? Except for maybe kills when the bullet comes back down. Yeah, that is also a terrible idea because the bullet doesn't just magically disappear when you shoot it in the air. It's now traveling at its peak velocity up into the air and eventually it'll come down. And what if there happens to be a kid walking by and it slams that fucking kid in the head? No, that's a bad idea. You never fire your gun in the air. Ever. What, What kind of silly shit is that? What... Is it going to startle her mildly while she's stabbing the piss out of that other girl? You know what I'm saying? What the fuck is it going to do to stop that girl from stabbing her? I doubt very much. I imagine it's not the first time she's heard a gunfire. Most people have heard gunfires before. It's going to mildly inconvenient. Like, she might... Oh, she's going to jump a little bit. Ooh. Yeah, but it's not going to slow her down in her stabbing ability. Not one bit. Fuck no. Even in the video, by the time he shot her, she was like, what, 
a foot or less away from her with the knife already on the forward swing. Yeah, she like, was in for the stab. She was in prime samurai stab mode right there. Yeah, so and like if that cop hadn't acted, well, that other girl probably wouldn't be here with us anymore. And she was mm-hmm. just standing she was just standing there in the video. She wasn't trying to stab nobody. We we haven't even remotely heard why she was trying to stab her. Like I wouldn't know, like they got in some petty argument or something like that, and it resulted when resulted in you know what I'm gonna fucking stab you. Yeah, that's probably you're probably right. That's probably why we haven't heard anything about the reason that she was trying to stab her, and we've only heard about the stabbing is because it was probably over some childish ass petty shit. That girl, that girl probably ain't been raised right, probably ain't been disciplined right. And so instead of just saying, oh, well, this is just petty little childish bullshit, so I don't actually give a shit about it. She's like, oh, well, you know what? I'm going to stab this bitch. I'm going to channel my inner, inner 90s gangster. I'm going to stab a fool. Yeah. Not cool, bro. Not cool. Drop the knife. Guess what? If you if you would I'd I'll tell you right now, I'm not a future reader, but I would almost be willing to bet that if that girl had been just like punching her, that cop probably would have tased her. But because oh, yeah. she had she left him very little option other than to draw upon her. Because even with a taser, you and I both know tasers don't always stop people. Oh yeah, I, still, I love that video out there. That one, that big black dude that uh, he got tased. All he does, he looked at the cop. I'm gonna get you next, bitch. While yeah, smoking that, a cigarette. That's terrifying. <laughs> think about think about being a cop and a guy's walking up to you with a cigarette hanging in his mouth. It's not lit, and you're like, you better stop walking toward me. And they keep walking towards you. And you're like, okay, I guess I got no choice. I'm gonna light your ass up with a taser, and you shoot them, and then they just. Pull, you see their cigarette just light, and they're like, you're next, bitch. Mm-hmm. That'd be terrifying, dude. I'd just run oh. the fuck off. But see, cops, they don't have that option. Their job does not allow them to just run the fuck off. That is the exact opposite of what their job requires. Their job requires them to run the fuck in. <laughs> While everybody else is running away... Cops are meant to run into that situation. The exact opposite of what human nature tells you to do. People, man. So when when do you think we start to see it happen, Senator? When do you think we start to see cops start massively resigning? Oh, I wouldn't doubt shortly. Now that the Chauvin trial has gone through and they're basically going to use everything that they possibly can to push anti-cop and anti-gun bullshit, I wouldn't doubt here shortly. They're going to start resigning in mass numbers because it's just not going to be worth it. Well, I mean, you definitely can't help anybody with all the hindrance they're putting on you as a police officer. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, they're wanting to take away their fucking guns at this point. If, if I mean, cops, 
just half the police force I think up there in Seattle already gave up and fucked off. I think Minneapolis is going to be next here shortly with how bad they're being persecuted up there. <coughs> I feel bad for that because I've got family up there in Minnesota. And last I had heard, I think they live in Minneapolis. Yeah. Oh, they're in the middle of all this stupid bullshit. That is rough. That is... Oof! I feel for those yeah. people. Oh, I'm not. Everybody that lives up where those riots are going on, I feel for them. I wouldn't pay, I wouldn't pay state taxes for the next 10 fucking years if I lived there. And every time they got all huffed up by I tell them, I say, well, you remember that time that you just pulled all the police back and you just let neighborhoods burn? Take it off that tab. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I like my family that's up there and shit. You know, like I said before, like, I'm from South Dakota. We've had a long-standing rivalry, basically, with Minnesota because Minnesota's full of fucking idiots. And I knew they were idiots when they elected... Uh, what was her name? Like Elon Omar, the one that just wouldn't shut her fucking mouth for the longest time, and then after they embarrassed her, now she finally hasn't been in the news for like a while. Her, yeah, she's a Minnesota representative, so I don't feel bad for their stupid asses at all. They chose this grave and they buried themselves in it. Well, that's that's how they do it. When when they do something that is naughty, naughty like Kumo killing a whole bunch of people's grandparents you know they, uh, they'll put them in the news for something different that's a little less worse and then they'll put them in the news for something positive and then you just won't hear from them for a while but they haven't been take, their power hasn't been taken from them they're just laying low the last I had heard they were nailing her on suspicions of like she immigrated to this country illegally by marrying her brother So technically, she shouldn't be an elected official because, you know, you know, kind of an illegal citizen. And a little bit, of, throw a little bit of incest in there, too, possibly. You know, we have got to get to a point. At some point, we have to get to a point where we say enough's enough and we put the adults back in charge. Clearly, the kids are running the show because we all know what's going on isn't going to work. We all know it's leading up to a fight. And if we don't react, it's going to end in a fight. As I'm I looking through some that uh, Micaiah Bryant, that's the girl that did the stabbing. If I'm if I'm pronouncing her name wrong, because it's like M A apostrophe K H I A. Who fucking cares what her name is, dude? Because she's stabbing people. She's not a fucking yeah, I'm looking, hero. Look at the coverage on her. None of them are the fact of. There's one. ABC is actually covering the fact that, you know, she had a knife. Other than that, I see mother of 16 year old fatally shot by officer. Didn't deserve to have that happen. Her TikTok shows that she was just a normal kid. Well, oh, you know yeah. what? My, I have. I've got two kids. You know what my do kids have ever done? Tried to stab another kid. Do, do your kids ever like? get mad and whip their their blade out on you like dad I'm about to give you the business like my kids like horror movies but they've ever, they've never actually attempted to stab somebody well you must be doing something right <laughs> you know 
if that's the case, you must be doing something right because it seems like more and more so it is being encouraged that if somebody disagrees with you on a, a point of view or they they hurt your feelings a little bit, well, it's okay to use violence as long as your opinion is the mainstream media's opinion because I don't think I'm going to be honest with you bro this this gender conflict bullshit I don't think a majority of people in America feel that way I think a small percentage of people feel that way and they're real good at getting them riled up but if you look at look at the riots at the uh, at BLM riots, look at how many people there are, and then look at how many people showed up for January the sixth. Now those and they were two totally different riots. January the sixth, there were thousands mm-hmm. of people, thousands. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and say that that's going to count for a majority. Of people and how they feel. They're not happy with how things are going on. Now compare. How many people are at these BLM fucking riots. And Antifa riots. Where shit gets all way out of hand. And people get super hurt. And raped. And all kinds of nasty shit. It's a couple hundred people out there maybe. Maybe a thousand. Maybe. That's a small part of the population. To be making special accommodating rules for just to appease them. Everybody's all about appeasing people, especially the people that they got it the roughest. And now we've set a competition to see who has it the roughest. Yeah, pretty much. Who's the most oppressed? Who gets the most internet points today? That's right. You know, I'm sitting here looking through through uh, some stuff that people, the Shadow Ninja Army, send me on the social media platforms. And I actually have quite a few reports here from local town newspapers sporadically across the America that show that different police departments are starting to recruit heavily because they are not getting any volunteers to become policemen. That it is deeply down. I wonder why that is. I know I would love to be a neutered police force where the mayor of your city actively basically tells you to go fuck yourself and don't do your job. Well, I mean, basically, at any time, the mayor has made it painfully obvious in certain places that they're willing to just sacrifice their police force. They're willing to just sacrifice peace if it means furthering their radical agenda, forcing their thoughts, their beliefs onto the masses making you accept a reality that you don't want to accept. And they're going to do it by using force, fear, control. Mm -hmm. 
I would hope that, you know, like we've said before, like a lot of people in America own guns. A lot of people. And if we don't have the police to protect us from these kind of idiots, there's going to be a mass rise in these fuckers getting shot. Oh, and it's gonna not going to be by anymore. It's going to be by ordinary citizens with fucking 12 gauges loaded with buckshot. Oh, you want to riot in the middle of my city? No, I'm going to shoot your ass with fucking buckshot. It's going to end that riot real fast. And it's going to get bloody and it's going to get bloody fast. Well, if you get a, if you get rid of the cops, what option do you leave people other than to become vigilantes? Because without cops, yep. criminals are just going to get worse. Yep. They're going to make it worse. I hope they realize like it's going to be a one-sided fight. They we say have rounds of ammo out I, circulation. They say they say that uh that Dis- talking about dismantling, di- dismantling the police, dude. They say that if there had been no uh, riots over the last year, that the riots increased murders by like nine percent, and that they 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 say that anywhere between a thousand to th- to three thousand deaths could have been avoided if the riots never occurred. Yeah. A thousand deaths. That's a lot of deaths. But a thousand to three hundred deaths could have been avoided if the riots never occurred. Yep. Like, we're supposed to stop riots, not encourage them. Protesting is one thing. Peacefully protesting is protected by the Constitution. It is in your rights to peacefully protest and not be a twat. The second you start violently protesting, though, now you don't get protections anymore. You get to go to jail. You get to go past go straight to jail. Well, why do you think why do you think CNN was calling it the summer love? They know that. They know that. Summer of fucking love. Jeez. Yeah, they know. People think that these people are stupid, but they're not. They know exactly what they're doing. They just want you to believe that they're stupid. That way, when they get caught, they can go, oh, well, I didn't mean to do that. I meant to do something different. I didn't realize this would happen from that. But they know exactly what they're doing. They know exactly how they're affecting things. Just like packing the Supreme Court, just like doing away with the filibuster. They know that America's starting to wake up. They know that people are starting to see the campfire through the fog. Uh-huh. That's why that you see their agenda speeding up more and more and more. Because they realize people are starting to realize that the machine has been corrupted. It's become a monster. That's why they want the guns so bad. I imagine the reason that they want to take guns away from cops is so that they can immediately turn around and say, oh, well, we took the guns away from the cops, so now we need to take the guns away from you guys because we don't even allow cops to have guns, so... 
why would we allow citizens to own guns? Oh, yeah. A lot of stuff revolving around guns. A lot of stuff revolving around wanting to de-arm the American people and make us fight amongst ourselves. <coughs> we have to decide if we want to fight amongst ourselves and live extraordinarily shitty lives or if we want to hold people that are making us fight amongst ourselves responsible. Do we want to live a lie? Or do we want to live in the truth? You know, me personally, Cyanide, I'd rather fail honorably. I'd rather fail. I can agree to that. Than to succeed through a lie. I have, I have to question, like, do these people find this shit fun? This kind of lifestyle fun? Like, do they get up every day wanting to start riots and shit? And like, yeah, today's going to be a fun day. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I'm going to go burn down a bit. Like, is it fun to be offended every day? Angry and bullshitty? I think it really is, because you'll notice that these people that do the riots, these people that support defunding the police, these are the exact same people that enjoy making a conflict out of the COVID science, enjoy making a conflict out of their only two genders. You never meet somebody that, that, that agrees with BLM and disagrees that there's only one gen, only two genders. You see what I'm saying? You never see that. It's, they always all share the exact same thought process tree. So I would assume that if one likes to engage to make people uh, hostile and engage in confrontation, I'd imagine a lot of them are that way. You know what I mean? Like I've been, You've heard me and when we're not doing the show is like, you know, my kids make me angry. Like I'm sure a lot of people's kids make them real angry because they don't exactly listen the best. They're children. And it's like, it's no fun to be angry all the fucking time. Like, it's just not fun. Like, at some point, these people have to realize, like, life sucks. I'm angry every day over bullshit and stupid shit. Maybe I should stop that. Exactly. You know, am I going to stop Maybe. Well, I mean, at some point, you, you have to decide what hills are worth dying on, right? You have to decide, is this important enough to get all pissed off about? Or should I just treat this person like they're fucking stupid? Like when, yeah. when, when, when you hear me to say it all the time. You and I talk about this all the time. When somebody comes to you and the first thing that they say, sinner, is what pronouns do you use? My immediate response is, I don't want to talk to you. Get away from me. Yeah. Just right then. Like, I'm not going to give them an opportunity to start a confrontation. I'm not going to give them the opportunity to get me all pissed off 
over something I know is bullshit. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to engage in an argument with somebody that knows they're arguing a false reality. Hmm. My pronouns are fuck and off. Yeah. My pronouns are go and stick your fucking head in a cold bucket of water. Because you need to come back to this realm, my friend. Get the fuck out of my face. You know, we've, we've said it before, it's it's those people that make it, make the whole trans thing a joke, an absolute fucking joke. It's so fucking stupid. Like, the, like I know people that actually suffer from gender dysphoria, and these people that are out there, you know, I want to, like, what was it, I think I saw yesterday there was a news story, I think up in New York, because, you know, Cuomo's up there fucking more shit up. <laughs> Teachers and things like that have to now refer to you by that animal shit, you know, you found the other day. Uh-oh, Technically, God. that new animal, that new naming pronoun law they just put up there. Technically, that also covers that kind of shit, too. So, like, if teachers and things don't call these people by their preferred pronouns, even if it's a stupid, you know, I'm a wolf self or some shit like that, they have to fucking do it. And it's, it's like, why? You, you, you know everything you think you stand for doing that shit. You make the whole movement look like a bunch of fucking idiots. When you try to force a thought process on somebody who doesn't agree with that thought process, you're not going to make them see your point of view. You're going to make them hostile. You're going to make them hate that shit even more. You're going to make a problem worse because now they can't just simply just avoid it and, and, and choose not to be a part of it. Now it's forced upon them. Yeah. That is an issue that we have to, to get a handle on. We can't. You cannot force a thought process on a person. You can't do it. You cannot make them feel a way you want them to feel. And for some reason, Congress, in a small part of our society that likes to act up a lot, seems to believe you can. I can go out there. Okay, what is this? You know, I'm a grown I'm a grown up and I when somebody comes to me with some stupid shit that I know for a fact isn't true. <laughs> then I, remember, that news, remember that news story you brought up to me that Caitlyn Jenner is running for the governor of California? Oh god. There's currently a political hashtag on Twitter trending called Hell No. <laughs> and the Caitlyn Jenner is running for the California governor. The immediate one under that is her driving in her little Porsche with a MAGA hat on. Mm. And, the, and it's hell to the nah. You're never going to be the governor of California. And it's even, yeah, po- politics trending. Hell no. In all caps. When you see hell no trending and no, it's about Caitlyn Jenner. If, if Caitlyn you Jenner 
governor. 70, really? Caitlyn Jenner's 71 fucking years old? Jesus Christ. I didn't know that. You know, when, here's the thing. is They use things like Caitlyn Jenner to distract from things like oh, Maxine Waters. She's in the running now. Here's the paperwork. You see what I'm saying, though, is they use things like Caitlyn Jenner to distract from things like Maxine Waters because Maxine Waters should be facing criminal charges in a court of law for inst- for instigating a riot. But because, because Caitlyn Jenner's running and it's, it's a little sideshow thing that everybody can gawk at, that's where everybody looks instead of where, where what's important is going on. It's kind of like the world's large yarn ball on the side of the highway. You know it's not worth stopping at, but you do anyways. That is super funny that that hashtag exists. That is so fucking stupid. Where are we going, man, as a world? Where are we going as a nation? We got to come together as a society. We got to bring people to the campfire. We have to say, look, we're not going to agree on everything, but we can find something that we agree on, and we can work from there. Because until we do, the monsters are just going to keep hunting us down. We'll never be big enough to take the monsters on. Alone is real rough for us. But together, we are quite a strong unit. Mm-hmm. And they know that. That's why they keep us bickering. They do it on purpose. It is designed that way. At some point, we have to wake up. We have to talk to each other about these problems. We have to stop fighting each other and work with each other. Move past the petty shit so that we can deal with the bigger issues at hand. We have to start somewhere. Let's start at getting along with one another and then let's move over to dealing with corrupt politicians. Corrupted systems. We all are reading from different books. We all need to be on in the same book on the same page. And the only way we're going to get there is if we can start to find that middle ground. If we can say, you know what, we disagree on this, but let's find something we do agree on and let's work from there. Oh, gosh. Well, Senator, I think we're going to wrap up a little bit early today, man. I got to run off into the dark woods to do a few things, but... Before we wrap up, you got any closing thoughts? No, I missed like half the show because I didn't pay it and listen to my alarm. I didn't even hear it go off. <laughs> oh, it happens to the best of us, man. 
It happens to the best of us. Well, I guess we'll let the fire kind of get a little low for right now. We'll remind everyone that if you haven't given us a, a like or, or a follow, we appreciate it. Let us know that you're out there, that you're listening. And don't forget, tomorrow afternoon, me and Cyanide will be hosting a brand new segment to the show where we will be discussing, I don't think we'll discuss any politics on this part of the show. We'll be discussing mostly ancient anomalies, upas, mysteries of history, and really just the, the interesting parts of the past. The things that make you say, hmm, that's kind of strange. And we hope that We'll see you join us around the campfire for that, too. Because we can't talk politics all the time, or life just isn't going to be any fun. <laughs> well, I, mean, Sam, I, I like talking about idiots just as much as the next person. That's right. <laughs> well, Cyanide, we will uh, adjourn for now, and we will return back to the dark woods tomorrow. I have... Appreciate you sitting at the campfire with me, man, as always. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, if you smile, you might make somebody else's day a little bit better. <laughs>